Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor. And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot. And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off. Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing and awesome episode of the Aviation Mentors Podcast. Uh, Today, we're actually going to be discussing something that all of us as aviators, we love. And that is... Airplanes? Airplanes, but better than that. Airplanes in movies. Aviation movies are, are really just awesome. Um, they're our favorite things, and, and we just love watching airplanes in real life on a big screen, on a small screen. It's it's really just our thing. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into making these aviation movies and making them a top hit. And I think they're pretty consistently a pretty huge hit, right, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, a ton of them. I mean, every single aviation movie I've ever seen really kind of turns into it, whether it's a cartoon one or if it's a non-realistic one or even some of the old movies that kind of depict World War One, World War II, uh, they always become hits. They, they pretty much always have a like a cult following, like, uh, like Top Gun. It becomes huge. And even movies like Disney's, uh, their Planes movie, which I, I like. You know, I liked Cars and I liked Planes. And, you know, it, it's just it's big for me, okay? How about, I think, Planes 2 or Planes 3, Fire and Rescue? I think that was the best one, really. If they make a, a series off of it, I'd probably watch it, you know, for being honest. But anyway, you know, th- these movies are really just a big hit, and they can spark the interest for aviation in pretty much everybody. And, you know, there's always a movie for every generation, every age. There's something you're going to like, and especially with aviation movies. So, Brandon, what do you think the big draw is for these movies? Uh, first off, most of them are interesting. It depicts something that not everybody can do. Not everybody is an aviator. Although, I think everybody who's listening to this podcast either is one or wants to be one, which is even better. So, it's something that you can't do. People like watching other people do other things that they can't do for some reason. I mean, I like watching a Bugatti on TV because I can't afford a Bugatti. I also like yachts. I can't afford a yacht. (laughs) So I like all the things and I like watching people enjoying the things because it gives me inspiration to be able to do those things, right? So I think that people watch movies like that just because they want to be inspired to do something, right? Also, planes and becoming a pilot's always kind of often seen as being way too expensive for normal people to get get into doing it or I have to be rich to become a pilot or all of these misnomers are out there, right? Obviously, Stratus funds this podcast, so uh, we'll always give them their sh- the shout out to Stratus Financial so you can go get a loan to become a pilot. And it is achievable. And with the bonuses out with the airlines right now, you can pay off your loan early. You won't uh, incur that much interest. So go and get your pilot certificate. It's it's not that expensive or, I mean, yes, it is expensive, but it's, uh, it's not that far-fetched. You can do it. But I do think that people watch these movies because they think that it's unattainable, right? Uh, especially movies like Top Gun, like you mentioned. Obviously, planes. It's a little far-fetched, but also really cool. It's one of my favorite cartoon movies. But yeah, Top Gun, most people aren't going to be a fighter pilot. I know I am never going to be a fighter pilot. That's just the sad truth of it. Okay. I'm too old. (laughs) I was too big. Now I'm not too big anymore, which is nice, but I'm definitely too old and uh, I'm never going to be one of those kinds of pilots. Right. But I can do all sorts of other things. Yes, Brian, speaking of too big and uh, now that you lost all that weight, we can probably fly the icon together, right? We can fly the icon together, by the way. It is possible now. So let's get some sort of uh, like a tandem fighter jet. Yeah, we can do like an L-39. You and I can go fly it together. So I can go fly a jet. I mean, I can go get type rated. We can go fly a jet. I just will never be a fighter pilot, but I can probably go act like I'm one like I'm in a movie, right? That would be kind of cool. But action movies are always awesome, which we're talking about a couple action movies, right? But one of my favorites is a movie called One Six Right. And it's not like the number one, the number six. It's spelled out 
one spelled out the number six and then right. And they also have another one, which I believe is called one six left, which they do. I just looked it up on uh, Google real quick. Um, so one six right is a movie that was filmed and it's really about Van Nuys airport, Kilo Victor, November Yankee airport in Southern California, which is where a lot of movie stars keep their airplanes still today. Uh, a lot of them moved them from Santa Monica. Now that Santa Monica's airport's starting to get closed down and the runway's gotten shorter over time, things like that. So, but Van Nuys airport has a ton of history all the way from just a barnstormer with crop dusters all the way up until filming a bunch of movies until today, where it's still one of the busiest general aviation, aviation airports in the world. And uh, I haven't watched that movie One Six Right in several years now, but it's really about the passion and love of flying. And you can tell by the narrator, I think his name's Hal Fishburne. He was a, a news guy in LA for a long time, and he created this movie and he helped produce it uh, along with a lot of other movie stars. And it is probably one of the most high quality aviation movies you'll ever see in your life. It's really, really, truly about the romance and love of flight. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps talking about the movie. It's that awesome. Everybody who has a passion for aviation should go watch it. I mean, bar none, it's probably the best aviation movie that has to do with, that's a documentary that I've ever seen in my life. The quality of it's phenomenal as well. I don't know if there's better than 4K, but it, I think it looks better than 4K. You know, it sounds interesting just from you talking about it. And believe me, guys, Brandon gave me plenty of flack for not watching this one um, when we're talking about what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, back to it. Uh, obviously, like like most of the Hollywood movies, they're they're for entertainment. And really just to make you interested in something. And they don't always line up exactly with reality. And one of these movies is Flight, which although it's a really great movie, it doesn't quite match up with what flying is really like. And for one very obvious reason, right, Brandon? One very obvious reason. <laughs> they put that plane upside down and try to have it fly upside down. It's just not going to happen. The way that wings are designed, if you want to fly an airplane inverted, there are certain wing designs that you need to use to fly an airplane inverted. And I can guarantee you the one on uh, on whatever that type of airplane was, a Boeing 747 or whatever it was. I, I don't know the exact type of airplane, but I guarantee that was not the correct uh, wing structure to fly upside down. You're also going to lose your fuel supply. The lubricants used in the engine systems aren't going to cope very well with inversion. There's certain fuel pumps that aren't going to work at all. I'm sorry, not fuel pumps, but just any types of hydraulic pumps are not going to quite work the same way. There's lots of reasons why you cannot fly an airliner upside down. Although the movie was cool and it was really impactful to see, it's probably not reality, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, a lot of parts of a plane, they're just designed for staying upright. and uh, Or even a turn is, is the most it can do. And they're gravity-fed for some things. So overall, it just would not work. But it is a good movie. Now, I will, I will go on a caveat, though. If you can keep the aircraft in 1G the entire time, you could probably roll it. And I know there's a rumor that there was a test pilot trying to sell an airline, a bunch of Boeing airplanes, and he rolled it. And I think it was a 727 a long time ago, and he rolled it. I don't know if it's true, but it's a rumor that's been around for a long time. So technically, if you can keep the aircraft at 1G the entire time, or even whatever the airplane can tolerate, but as long as it's in a positive G-force, it's definitely possible to be able to roll an aircraft, probably any aircraft, but an airliner would not be an easy one. But, you know, aside from the the dramatically obvious, like you can't fly an airliner upside down, uh, stuff like that, aviation movies can actually have a, a pretty big impact on public perception. And sometimes that's even the purpose of it. Uh, when Top Gun, the, the first one came out, there were quite a few claims. That original movie saw a 500% increase in military recruiting. Uh, especially in the Navy and in the United States. 
Uh, in reality, though, that one can be shot down. No pun intended. Actually, a lot of pun intended. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. I was giving Brandon an opportunity to use that one. Uh, but in reality, that was an 8% increase in military recruiting after that movie. So not a huge one, but it actually had a really big way of bringing more unity, respect, and kind of like awareness to our military aviators. It, it really just had that profound impact on the public perception and the awareness of military aviators. Uh, and for many people, it was really the first inside look into the high stakes world of naval aviation and military aviation, because it's just not something most people get to go see. Uh, unless you're going to a huge air show like Oshkosh, we are, you know, a couple of weeks we're looking forward to that one. But yeah, make sure you guys come by and come see us in the Stratus Financial booth. We'll be around and uh, you can even shoot us an email or, or hit us up on uh, social media and we'd be happy to meet with any of you guys. Yeah, it'll be pretty fun to see more of our fans and more of our listeners. Um, it's It was cool enough seeing you guys at Sun Fun, and we have a better chance of seeing you at Oshkosh, so we're excited for it. But, you know, going back to it, Top Gun is really just, it's an incredible movie, and a lot of people don't get the chance to see that kind of thing. You know, most people aren't going to go on a military base in their life. Most people aren't going to get up that up close to any one of these military planes. So it, it not only glamorized the profession, but it really brought some attention to the skill and dedication and really bravery required to be a fighter pilot. There's so much that goes into it. But Brandon, what do you think that people were thinking of pilots after that movie came out? I think that people thought a lot of things, actually. <laughs> I, thought, I think that it brought back the passion of aviation for a lot of people uh, who either lost it or never had it in the first place. I think it really inspired another generation to possibly become a, an aviator in the military, which is awesome. And honestly, it, it makes everyone ask me, oh, can you really go fly upside down in anything? And that's kind of why I brought up the flight thing. And we brought that up in our show notes today because no, you can't do that in every airplane. And to be honest, when I wanted to learn to fly, I thought that, oh, you're always just going to be spinning upside down and you're going to be doing dog, dog fight maneuvers. And that's going to be what flying is all about. But no, it's not really like that. Um, it's more of a, a controlled climb and a controlled takeoff and a controlled cruise and controlled descent. It's all about control. Uh, and controlling that airplane rather than just letting it do whatever it wants and spinning upside down and doing flips and maneuvers and all this stuff. So I think that that's uh, what kind of gives people a passion to go learn to go fly, right? But it also has a few misnomers in that movie. Yeah, some misnomers in that first movie. So for example, it's it's very unlikely for somebody to crash an airplane like that. There's a lot of, I mean, what I'm referring to is is Goose Goose passing away. If you haven't seen the movie, sorry, Goose dies in the first movie, and uh, there's your little alert for. <laughs> uh, but it's already after. It came out in 1986. I think you've had plenty of time to go watch the movie. Yeah, I mean that's like 30 37 years or so. I think I think I think they should have watched it by now, right? But with that being said, Goose passed away. The the likelihood of all of those things going wrong and somebody not being able to eject out of the airplane is is pretty slim, especially with the uh, amount of work that the people do to maintain aircraft. Uh, there's also some other things in, in that movie with in regards to G-forces and stuff that aren't quite uh, true. Uh, but no matter what, it brings, uh, brings excitement and joy to people who watch it, and that's why I like it. You know, Brand, uh, I, I know we're not really, we're not Top Gun pilots, and you certainly aren't to the best of my knowledge, although you have been a CFI for one, right? I've been to a CFI for several of them, actually. That uh, It's not called Top Gun, it's called something else, what the actual military school that they go to is called. But essentially, they, they call it Top Gun as well. I've actually trained two, two pilots that went to Top Gun, and one Blue Angel, actually, believe it or not. And the Blue Angel was the 
with a guy who didn't tell me until he was about to go take his check ride, by the way. And the two Top Gun pilots told me within five minutes of me meeting them. Uh, it was pretty comical, uh, but they were super cool guys. They were humble about uh, not knowing how to fly a, a small piston twin engine airplane. It was pretty funny. I'm sure they can go fly F-16s or F-18s with no problem whatsoever, or F-35s in one case, I think. Uh, but they can fly those planes like no other. But I put them in a Beechcraft Duchess for their ATP training, and they're like, what are all these levers do? <laughs> it was pretty funny. But everybody I've trained, and even the Top Gun guys, uh, they've been really, really great pilots. I mean, fantastic pilots. You don't become a Blue Angel, you don't become a Top Gun pilot by not doing well in aviation or not coming prepared. I do a lot of training for ATP pilots. They leave the military, they want to go get their ATP because it makes them more marketable to go to the airlines. So I'll help them get their ATP done in a multi. So they'll have a multi ATP completed. And when they apply for the airlines, they'll just have one more rating uh, outside of all of their other the other pilots that are applying. And hopefully that'll give, just give them the slight edge, right? So I have trained a bunch of those guys and they always come really prepared. They always read all my notes. They always read everything prior. So they're really prepared for the day of, which is really commendable to the Air Force and the, the Navy and, and all of our military because they've trained these guys and girls really, really, really well. Uh, they know how to study and they know how to come well prepared. It's, it's fantastic. I absolutely enjoy and love flying with, uh, with all of those uh, ex-military aviators. Pretty cool opportunity to train them and, uh, and watch them kind of struggle when they get to such a slow play uh, going back from something huge to the Duchess. Yeah, big time. I mean, they're going really, really fast. Now they're going slow and they're like, uh, what is what is P factor? And uh, why is the airplane doing this? And how do I do a VMC demo in this airplane? And that's honestly, that's the number one thing no one's ever able to do the VMC demo. Well, you know, all that being said, um, and you haven't been around them and trained them. How realistic do you think Top Gun Maverick was? Well, Top Gun uh, was filmed with a lot of aircraft flying a lot of airplanes. They even have a, I think it's called like the Cinejet or something like that, but it's got a giant camera in the front of it that's like 8K or whatever it is, but something really, really nice. And they're able to fly around and follow all these jets. I think that all of the jet scenes were all really cool. And I, I think that it was awesome that Tom Cruise did a lot of the flying in that as well. Uh, he is a pilot. Uh, and a good pilot at that, obviously, if he's able to do some of these maneuvers and, and things that he did in that movie. So all the planes were real. Uh, a lot of the dogfights, a lot of the, the stuff that they did was really, really cool. Obviously, not all of them were actually real. So to the best of our civilian knowledge, uh, we're not, uh, clear, we have no clearance, right? Um, there's nothing like the Dark Star that was in Maverick. And actually, if you try to eject at Mach 10... Uh, the physics of that will tear you to pieces. I mean, you're basically going to hit a wall of air. I mean, air can turn into a solid if you're going fast enough. Uh, that's why things burn up in our atmosphere, right? So when, when coming back from space. So by far, the Dark Star, that's really probably not possible. I mean, he definitely would have been dead and probably like splattered into a million pieces uh, if he would have ejected at Mach 10. There's no way he would have ended up in a, in a coffee shop and, hey, can I use your phone? Uh, well, with all this black smoke all around him, a little kid looks up and like, uh-uh, no, that's not going to happen. The only, the only way that would happen is if he was an actual alien like that little kid thought he was. He was like, you just came from space. Because pretty much he did. He said, where am I? And the kid was like, Earth? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it doesn't make it any less of a, an amazing movie. And when Brandon said uh, we don't have the clearance, I made me think of Clearance Clarence, which brings us to the next highly unrealistic aviation movie, Airplane. Thanks. I really appreciate that one. You know, it's, it's 
not super realistic and there's a lot of unrealistic parts of it. It's uh it's a comedy of course, but it takes place in an airplane and that's what we love. So let's uh, let's talk about a couple of them, right? There are a lot of very uh, unrealistic parts and uh everything from the flight attendants to um just having a like a hospital chair in the in the airplane. You know, they everyone has to be in a seat, right? But Brandon, can you name the one part that actually is kind of realistic? Yeah. So in general, it's not necessarily a rule or a law, but pilots generally do eat different meals, especially on long haul flights. I mean, if you're flying with someone, you don't want both of you to get sick to your stomach, right? So most pilots do eat different meals. And that's probably the most realistic thing in that movie. There is almost nothing else. And maybe that an airplane flies, like it actually goes to the air and it takes off and I don't know if it lands in that movie or not. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in a while. But I mean, the autopilot's a little bit uh, off on that movie. Uh, there's some things that are not quite right. You know, Brandon, uh, that, they may not be super realistic, but I still like that movie. So either way. Um, but it is interesting that, that the pilots do fly, you know, and eat different meals. Uh, it does make sense, though. You you don't want your pilot getting sick. But all in all, uh, Hollywood movies are, are really just, they're fun, they're entertaining, and they're there for a reason. And it's to spark an interest and... It's something that people are passionate about and people like to watch. So, of course, it generates so much attraction to them, and everyone just wants to be a part of it. And lucky enough for us, uh, we're all we all love aviation here. That's what we do, and we hope that going through a couple of these made you uh, add a couple to your list to go watch right after. Absolutely, and I'm going to give another plug for One Six Right. Everybody should go watch that movie. You can go to One Six They don't sponsor us, but that movie uh, is so amazing. I have to recommend seeing it. Obviously, if you want a comedy, go watch Airplane. That's hilarious. And if you want some uh, awesome thriller slash action movie, uh, go see Top Gun, both of them. Uh, but thanks, you guys, for uh, in listening today. We had a lot of fun recording this episode, and uh, we will uh, look forward to recording the next few and then seeing all of you at Oshkosh, which will be amazing. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach us at uh, Carson at AviationMentors.com or Brandon and AviationMentors.com. And as a wrap up for the day, remember, here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride.